Welcome back to the Protest Coverage Podcast. I'm Kevin Xavier. We're excited to return this week with two episodes, beginning with community organizer Power Malu. After spending five hours with Malu over multiple days, we learned he's lived many lives. Today, we focus exclusively on his work to build New York City's first ever plant-based community fridge. In the coming weeks, you'll hear from Malu about starring in music videos with Madonna and De La Soul, traveling the world, and connecting to the running community in order to bring change. But first, Power tells us about the Overthrow Community Fridge and how it all came together to make history on Bleecker Street in New York City. I used to be a promoter at like 15 years old. I started like promoting parties, putting up flyers and posters and all types of stuff around the city. And then once I was in the clubs, I would ask the main promoter, can I introduce whoever they have performing? And I ended up becoming friends with a lot of these guys, like the Roots and the Digital Planets. And then for a while, I was in a lot of the hip hop music videos in the 90s. So people used to see me with my big afro. And oh, you gotta tell me where we can find these videos. Oh, you can see, you can find them on YouTube. If you find uh, the Diggable Planets video, there's a video called Ninth Wonder. There's the Roots have a video called What They Do. Yes, I. I Madonna yeah, yeah. has a video called Secret that I'm in. Uh, let's see, uh, Eric Sermon, a video called Welcome. So yeah, a bunch of artists like you could like oh they are sold. It's they so easy. Soul. Yeah, so man, you live like five different it. lives. Yeah, it's bro. insane. It's insane. Like how do you I manage about, it all? I just go with the flow. Like I, I I submit, right? I submit that I know that I'm not the one that's controlling everything that's going on. Like I submit to a higher force, and I know that the platforms that I've been afforded and the different ones that I've been connected to is for the purpose of me helping others. So I always like look at that and so I've been involved in all of these like different worlds, but it's always been around advocating and, and, and being an activist of some sort since I was a teenager. Like whether it's like kids hanging out in the street and, and me being a mediator by default because I know that you know from different neighborhoods and I was cool with this one, cool with that one. And so it was always been like a thing of, I'm like a, a spirit that I'm in this body and I'm learning how to navigate, but I'm not fighting it. You know, it's like, okay, this is what I'm doing. People might be like, oh, you know, he used to do music and, and, and why isn't he, you know, doing music still or doing this? Because I didn't fight it. Like I, I felt that it was something else that I needed to be doing and I just went with that flow because a lot of people don't go with their intuition. You need to go with what your spirit tells you. That's your guide. Your guide will never steer you wrong. And so the more that you learn that, and I started meditating and really like practicing that, I became—I started to understand the power that we have when we truly listen to our intuition. Because we all have a purpose, right? We all have a reason to be on, on alive in this moment right now. So it's what we do with it. It's important uh, for us to understand that it's not what other people tell us we should be doing. Is what our intuition tells us because our intuition is ultimately connected to a higher source, right? So it's up to us to really like tap into that and channel that energy. So throughout all of these different things that I've done, I've connected with so many people in all different walks of life. And it's amazing because I've never felt like I need to be in this place and here only. I felt like I could be here, I could be here, but it all goes back to the nucleus and it all goes back to the importance of community and of sharing, 
right, and, and breaking those boundaries and breaking those walls. You know, from from being uh, an intern, I had a short stint of being an intern for Al Sharpton. For like, I mean, this this right here is a tattoo of my dad. This is, you know, my dad passed away in the '90s, but he he was a, a part of the uh, Empire Sports Club, which uh, Custom Model was a famous boxing trainer. Known for, for training Mike Tyson. So, the gym on 14th Street, and that was Gramercy Park Gym. My dad was a part of that gym. And so, I remember going to that gym years later when my dad was still training, he still had a dream of making a comeback. And so, I remember like in the mid 80s, early 80s, he would bring me there, and I remember the smell of it and just like everything that's going on in the gym. And that was like real raw New York City boxing gym. So, when I was able to come to this space before it, it, it was turned into a boxing gym, the idea of it being a grungy gym yeah. really like resonated with me. Like, and this, you said the smell, yeah, like the, the smell. smell, so important, it's right? It's so important. This is what like like you know what it's about. Like this is New York City, and there's not a lot of spaces in New York City left uh, that are authentic and like have that whole New York feel. So I'm connected to this, and so my dad is no longer. With us uh, physically, but he is spiritually, and I know that this he, he is through more boxing. of a connection he he through, through boxing that, that connects me and through running too, because he started me off running. I had a um, the running community that is now worldwide. I used to meet up, had meetups in the track in the East River track, and that's where my dad bought me to run around with him in the track because he knew I wouldn't get lost, and he could do his workout and watch me at the same time. Years later, that became a space that I used to meet up with some friends. We sent each other emails, and we would meet there, we would do some exercises, eventually met back up with a friend named Mike Sace, and then that's when the whole Bridge Runners thing started, and now it's a global movement. So I travel a lot. And so many parallels, right? The fight game, like, you started a gym, you wanted to get kids who didn't have a place to go to keep them out of trouble, right? Take care of your community. Activism. Taking care of your community. Making sure people have a place to go. Making sure people know that the place they're in, they're doing the right things. And now a community fridge. It's, it's all in the, on the same train, right? It's all... Because this fridge is going to continue to be restocked with healthy food and you're going to be able to eat this kind of food. And we're going to give you ways of cooking this food so that you can see how it tastes good. So so it's important for us to have this because we got to think about that it's not only the people that have apartments, it's also the unhoused community that we want to give them alternatives as well. Because a lot of times people just want to throw their scraps at the unhoused community and expect them to eat it. But that's not fair. You know, you're supposed to look at them the same way. They're humans, you know, they're, they're people that they may have dietary restrictions. And unfortunately, because they're unhoused, you're just gonna treat them like whatever and say, you know, just eat this because you need it. No, we need to treat them with love, with care, because they shouldn't be in that position that they're in. This is a rich country. You know, when we talk about capitalism, I mean, there's so many people that are unhoused. And meanwhile, you have thousands of apartments that are available in New York City alone where these people could be. And then this could help them get out of the situation that they're in. So when we talk about resources, this is just a little start. This is just like a tip of the iceberg. I was going to say, so this is your first step in a grand design. Yeah, this is the first step. And the first step is huge because this is allowing us to get to people. 
where it's allowing us to connect with people. Then from there, we can go a little deeper and find out, okay, this person needs some mental health resources. Let's see how we can get this person some help because that's another thing. You know, when we talk about different workshops that we're looking to do, we gotta figure out what it is that's hindering our people, what's holding them back, what's stopping them from evolving. There's a lot of generational trauma that we have to deal with. And, and the way that happens is by us gaining the trust of people. So once they're, they're inviting us into their homes, and then if it's an unhoused person, they're inviting us into their space, you know, when we're actually offering them something. Because the first thing when you're dealing with generational trauma, people are expecting conflict. They're expecting, they, they, they put up these walls and they don't want to let you in. The minute that you see that opening, where somebody says, wait, this is something different, that's right there where you can really connect with somebody. Really finding out, how can I help this person? And that's why I always think about what resources do I have that I can share? So imagine us doing this on a broader scale, creating these networks within the entire city. That's an example that we can show the rest of the country and then the rest of the world. Connecting with the Queens Bridge Fridge, connecting with BK Fridges in Crown Heights, Excellent. connecting with all the community fridges throughout the boroughs so that you can have more bargaining power when you talk to these uh, food distributors about pallets yes. and how many you can get. That's right, when you talk to them about pallets, when you talk, talk to them about the quality of food that we want in there, and then on top of that, let's talk about the school system, right? The food that they feed these kids is disgusting. Like, there's like no real thought about what we should be giving our kids to give them nutrition so that they can be able to think better, so they can be able to function. You know, it's all junk stuff. So all of this is just the beginning and a broader scale. And on top of that, if you think, if you're talking about New York City right now, we got 35, at least 35 city council seats that are up this year that needs to be filled. So with all of these connections that we're making with the mutual aid with different communities, that's going to be power because that's empowering our communities. First, we're getting in, we're giving them the information, not only for them to heal themselves, but also to take care of their circumstances and understand why when you talk about the city council or the mayor, they have all of these discretionary funds that are supposed to go into the communities. We'll be able to share that information with people in the community so they can understand, oh, why we don't have resources like this in our communities because the funding always goes somewhere else because they find a way to trick the people they do these rezoning things and then the funds that are needed never go to the people that really need it so we're in a unique position right now with everything that's going on that's why I don't believe in coincidences because us doing these community fridges and all these different places around the city allows us to connect to connect and network with people then we're going to be able to share information. Those people know the people in their community. They'll be able to share it with them in layman's terms. And then imagine creating a network of people that are electing these officials to go into these seats. And they're no longer going to get away with just doing stuff and thinking that they're scot-free. They're going to have to really answer to the people. And that's where real change happens on a local level because it directly affects us. Not getting caught up in the you know, distractions of the federal level and all of that. We're talking about the local elected officials that has direct impact on our communities because we got to start there first. And if we can impact other communities and we can show that, then that's how real change happens on a broader scale. And if Canada is running in a community where you have a community fridge and they're either not supportive of that or not involved in that, that may affect that community's support for that candidate. So it's really a, a broad reach that goes beyond just a fridge here on Bleecker Street uh, that you guys are taking on. So to talk about specifically this fridge, it's going to be stocked 24 hours a day or... 
you have people restocking it or so whenever someone could just walk up you know and get access yeah so we have like all types of volunteers that come through so we got people that are going to clean the fridge we got people that are going to stock it's like a long list of people that want to stock this fridge it's not a big fridge but the beauty about it is that as we see the necessity and it, and it continues to grow with the amount of people that want to help it's going to be that much easier for us to continue to put up more community fridges in different areas with this um aim of having plant-based meals because people got really excited around it yeah okay um so yeah so it's like that's a start that's that's like you know we have this opportunity here but we plan to do this in, in multiple areas you know so yeah so well we really appreciate you taking the time to discuss this with us today and, and hopping on the podcast tell our audience where they can find you and how they can assist you plug whatever you'd like so right now i'm power malu on instagram uh that's where people can always find me that's p-o-w-e-r-m-a-l-u here at overthrow new york that's overthrow new york on instagram our community fridge has an instagram that we just started it's called overthrow community fridge spelled exactly that way um you, there's also an email you can email us at plant-based community fridge at gmail.com uh, and oh we have a Venmo for the fridge uh, the Venmo is plant-based community fridge and the cash app is plant-based community power always a pleasure thanks for hopping on thank you I'll see you soon thank you